Good morning on this Sunday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets. Food for thought and for the imagination. Yesterday we read in Psalm 32, verse 8, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that thou shouldst go. And then the other part of the verse says, I will guide thee with mine eye. So three things that the Lord said he would do. He would instruct, teach, and guide us. While Jesus walked this earth, that's exactly what he did. He instructed, he taught, and he guided the disciples and the people that he spoke with. And uh, some of the things that we can say about this Old Testament psalm is that David would be <clears throat> one of those individuals that we can find that he was constantly taught by God. He was shown what to do, how to do it, when to do it. In Psalm 127, verse number 1, it says, A song of degree for Solomon, except the Lord build the house. They labor in vain that build it, except the Lord keep the city. The watchman waketh, but in vain. Now, the word house we can think of the word building, but it's also a family. Uh, we talk about the heads of household, but it means also the family. The, God is the one that builds the house. Now, we talk in the New Testament also that the house can be the body of Christ or the temple. Uh, except the Lord builds the house, we are living stones in the house of God or the temple of God, then we labor in vain if we try to build our families apart from or without the help, the guidance, the instructions, and without being taught. It's interesting that when Jesus uh, departed from us and went up into heaven, one of the things that he said, but when I am gone, it's expedient that I leave, because if I don't, then the Holy Spirit cannot come. And when he has come, he will guide you, he will lead you, he will teach you. So then that means that the importance of being guided, instructed, the importance of being taught can never be undermined. It has to be taken into account that it is part of the process of us developing in our Christian walk. If it's part of the process, then the Holy Spirit was sent. And as an exact representation and duplicate of Jesus in the work that he was doing. Not, not, not as far as, as, as the Holy Spirit didn't have to go to the cross and suffer the things that Jesus suffered. But we're talking about as far as receiving from the Heavenly Father what he received and then passing it on to his disciples. Even the Holy Spirit receives from Jesus and passes it on to us. The scripture says that when, G when the Holy Spirit comes, he will not speak of himself, but he will only speak that which he hears Jesus say. So let's go back. The house has to be built by God. It has to be built by instruction. It has to be built by teaching. It has to be built by being taught. The same th thing for the city. The city, in order to be kept secure 
from the enemies, from destruction. It has to be kept by the Lord. The watchman then will only be in vain if he tries to do it on his own strength. It says, it is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. Now, yesterday we learned that one of the words that we used uh, when we're talking about teaching and instruction and guidance was the word meant like arrows, arrows that are shot to give uh, or they're pointed in the proper direction. Well, in Psalm 127 in verse 4 uh, or verse 3 and 4, it says, Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord. And the word that is used there for uh, heritage is just simply uh, inherited, an heirloom. Uh, they are a possession of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. And it uses the word, as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. So as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. So it talks about the mighty man, the father. It talks about the the head of the household being in a position of taking the arrows and directing and guiding them. Well, in the same way, all of us as believers are in the quiver of the Lord. He is the mighty man of war. And he's the one that directs the lives of every individual. It says, so are mighty men. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so are children of the youth. Now, the Bible goes on to say in the book of Ecclesiastics, in chapter 12, to remember the Creator in the days of our youth, before the evil days come. And we have no contentment, no pleasure in them. Uh, in fact, uh, the exact reading of that one verse in chapter 12 and verse 1 says it this way, <clears throat> without going into another translation, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth. It's in the days when the Father is aiming the arrow. Once one is grown up, one has their own children, one is now leading, leading and making their own household. But it's during the times of our youth. And that is when David was taught by the Lord out there while he was taking care of his father's sheep. He was taught how to be a man of war. He was taught how to kill a bear. He was hot, taught how to, depend the, how to defend the sheepfold uh, from a lion. He was taught of the Lord. It says, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the... Uh, uh, in the days of the, while the days come not, the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou say, I have no pleasure in them. So going back to the scripture, it says, As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. 
Happy is the man, this is verse number five, happy is the man that has his quiver full of them, and they shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. In Psalm number 18, verse 34, another Psalm of David, he teaches my hands to war. And once again, the word that is used there uh, uh, for he teaches, he instructs me uh, like an expert, skillfully. Uh, people that practice archery are able to hit the bullseye by practicing, practicing, learning the techniques, understanding their bow, understanding the arrow. And then also people that do fencing uh, with swords. Uh, they learn the techniques of how to defend themselves with a sword. Well, David went on to say, He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. Can you imagine that? Breaking a bow of steel. Deal? How, how? What was he taught? How did he learn to be able to do such a thing? It says in Psalm 18, verse 32, It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. Once again, God not only strengthened him, but he's the one that guided him. It says in verse 33, uh, he makes my feet like hinds feet and setteth me upon high places. So David was able to run. He was able to take a bow. He was able to take the sword. And probably even with his own hands, he was able to, uh, uh, he was able to, to, to defend himself. Uh, in in whatever uh, uh, manner that he he needed to defend himself, but once again, uh, verse number thirty four, he teaches my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken in my arms. Verse thirty five, thou has also given me the shield of thy salvation. And thy right hand has holden me up, and thy gentleness has made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, that my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed." It's pretty amazing how David just goes on to explain how he had been guided, he had been instructed, he had been taught these three things, guided, instruction, and taught by the Lord how to have strength, how to run, how to have his feet secure. People that have taken martial arts, uh, uh, whether for pleasure or for defense, they are taught how to stand in a certain positions or 
or learn different standing positions so that they don't slip or are toppled over so easily. And it is what David was saying. The Lord has taught my steps. He has ordered them in such a way that I don't slip. I don't fall. I'm able to stand firm whether I'm on a hill, I'm on a mountain, or whether I'm on fat, flat ground, whether I'm fighting a bear, or whether I'm fighting a lion, or whether I'm coming against a giant like Goliath. He has taught me how to fight. So David eventually became a man of war, learning skillfully to use a sword, how to use a bow. But as a young lad, he learned how to use the little sling that he had and be able to cast stones with it. And that is how he brought down Goliath the giant by having had the Lord teach him. Now, what the Lord taught David, later David taught his men, and it talked about all his mighty men who were were able to take a sling and shoot a rock, and those that were mighty, that were able to take on giants also and slay them, those that were able to defend themselves and and kill up to 800 uh, individuals of the enemy at one time. See, it's what the Father has in his quiver, and then he directs those individuals as arrows in the direction they should go. Are you an arrow in the hand of our Heavenly Father, and have you allowed him to point you in the direction that you should go. Consider that food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.